You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Find the podcast right there on the front page of the WDBO app. You can also find it right there in Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. You can stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, FBI agents on Thursday afternoon arresting 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guardsman Jack Douglas Teixeira at his home there in North Dighton, Massachusetts, in connection with the classified documents that have been leaked online here in recent months. Teixeira joined the Air National Guard in September of 2019. He held the highest-level security clearance granted by the federal government for top-secret information. That's according to an internal Department of Defense email reviewed by Fox News. There's your first question right there for Congressman Mike Waltz coming up. How does a 21-year-old hold the highest-level security clearance? Now, Teixeira was most recently stationed at Otis Air National Guard Base there on Cape Cod is a member of the 102nd Intelligence Wing. He was promoted to Airman First Class last July, and the FBI apparently began surveilling Teixeira in connection with the leaks before Thursday's arrest, but they were forced to accelerate their plans to arrest him after the New York Times identified him on Wednesday, and the Washington Post also had a story interviewing one of Teixeira's gaming friends. By the way, that New York Times report named Teixeira as the leader of this Discord group called Thug Shaker Central that consisted of roughly 20 to 30 young men. Teixeira allegedly started sharing classified documents with the private group in recent months, but the leaks gained wider attention after another member shared them in a public forum. Investigators do not believe that the case ends with Teixeira and they are looking at others who may be involved. That brings us to the obvious question of the day. How in the world did this kid get that kind of clearance? As you might imagine, I'm about to ask that question of U.S. Congressman Mike Waltz. Here's that conversation now. I'll start off with a question that I know is on the minds of many of our listeners this morning, and I know you know what's coming, but that is, how in the world was a 21-year-old National Guardsman able to get his mitts on this high a level of classified information? Yeah, well, it's so far, and you know, I'm also on the Intelligence Committee, and we will have hearings and investigate this, but so far it looks like uh, a lot of the community didn't learn the lessons from Snowden, mm. uh, that some of these, even this young uh, IT systems operators, uh, can really kind of see into the back end of the servers, uh, can, can kind of navigate uh, their way around 
some of these classified uh, systems. And there were obviously, clearly, weren't enough safeguards uh, that supposedly uh, millions and millions of dollars were put in place uh, post-Snowden leak. So we still have a lot to learn about how and why he had this kind of access. Yeah, it's almost like clown college at this point, at least for us on Main Street here. I mean, if that is the case, there there is a larger issue here, Congressman. Uh, if a 21-year-old guardsman is, is seeing this kind of classified stuff, however he saw it, we got to button things up in a hurry here. Yeah, no, that look, that's that's absolutely right. That's what we're going to get to get to the bottom of. I do want to say, you know, look, this was obviously some uh, a young kid. Uh, I am very interested in what kind of training uh, he had. I mean, we give these clearances. uh, Someone that young, oftentimes, you know, they haven't really experienced life yet. They're going to easily pass the background check. But what kind of training uh, did he receive to understand that, look, uh, if you release this kind of stuff, uh, foreign agents are going to die, uh, people in Ukraine are going to die, uh, that our enemies are going to be able to shut down uh, things that are satellites and other signals, intercepts, uh, have it, uh, access to that, you know, the counterintelligence units of our adversaries are going to see how we access things and start shutting them down. Uh, this has very serious implications, and I just don't know. Uh, that a kid who was showing up on the weekend, you know, 20, 21 years old, were getting the kind of training that they needed to understand the implications. I'm not making any excuses. This guy needs to be prosecuted to the hilt. This is very serious what happened. But I also want to know that they're that that they're being trained properly. Yes, yes, and that is another layer of this story, and yet another layer. There's so it's like an onion. There are so many layers to this story, Congressman. I, I think we also need to focus on what was leaked as well. And I think one of the eye openers, at least to me, and maybe not to you, but certainly to me, was that there are American troops in Ukraine right now. I, I believe we were told that was not the case, but the leaked information says we have 14 U.S. troops in Ukraine. Now, I know that John Kirby is, has since said that they're at the embassy in Kiev, but I, that's de- right. I mean, we're talking about two nuclear superpowers here in, in the same vicinity. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, look, I mean, it's, it's normal to have uh, uh, small amounts of troops uh, in embassies, mm. right? I, I actually, I find it uh, reassuring. We mm. have the most military aid. We have the most foreign aid flowing into this country uh, in any, since any conflict since World War II. Uh, I want to know that the military, obviously not on the front lines mm-hmm. by any means, uh, but that we have officers going to look at some of the sites, some of the logistics depots, and and confirming that this stuff is going where we intended it to go. Uh, it's something I've been pushing actually since this whole thing started. Uh, so a small group I'm okay with, uh, you know, checking that the stingers, the javelins, the other types of hardware is going where it's supposed to be going. Uh, is something I would support. What's going to happen to this 21-year-old congressman? I, let me rephrase that. What what should happen to him, in your opinion, congressman? Well, I think what's going to happen is he could go to jail for a very long time. Uh, one of the things that we'll uncover is, you know, had he been recruited by some type of foreign intelligence uh, operation to release these things? I think that's an open question we've never answered with Snowden because he's still sitting over in Russia. Really understanding what kind of back-end uh, protocols there are and guardrails there are uh, is something that we'll get at the bottom of from an investigative standpoint. 
so far, and I'm just speculating here, it doesn't. It seems like it was a young punk who wanted to show off to his friends that had way too much access that he shouldn't have had and probably didn't get the retraining um, that he needed to understand the seriousness of it. This information was out there for quite some time. It was only discovered uh, most recently here in the last week, week and right. a half or so. But what kind of message, Congressman, are we sending to the world here? I mean, here we go again. The U.S. US looks like a laughingstock on the world stage. What, what kind of yeah. message are we sending to the world and sending to our allies yeah, that's here? Of, yeah, that's part of the damage of this. Our allies, uh, you know, push for and we have to have systems in place where we can share intelligence. And uh, it's definitely going to leave our allies scratching their head of whether they could trust the United States, they could trust this Pentagon. Uh, and the leadership there, whether we've got the right security protocols in place. And that's something from an oversight standpoint uh, that we're going to be digging into in a, in a big way. We have to be able, whether it's with the British, the Israelis, South Koreans uh, and others, uh, we have to be able to share intelligence properly. They need to know it's going to be secured. Congress needs to know it's going to be secured because there's truly lives on the line. I'm getting a lot of this on the open mic this morning. It's been almost a year since the leak of the Dobbs decision at the Supreme Court. And yet 11 months later, it's still crickets about who leaked that decision out to the media at the Supreme Court. And a lot of our listeners finding it interesting that we find this dude hours after after the New York Times uh, publishes his name in the Washington Post, does the story about him. Do you find that interesting as well? No, I've actually, I actually was going to say that before, um, uh, but, you know, before I hung up with you. Isn't it, wouldn't it be amazing if the media just had a fraction of the fervor uh, and the resources that they threw uh, at this leaker? And and look, uh, he, he needed to be arrested, absolutely. Mm-hmm. At the, but. But that same level of effort or even a fraction of it at the at the Supreme Court leaker uh, and much less the DOJ, Supreme Court, the FBI and, and all these other agencies. So, yeah, that is it is quite interesting, isn't it, that um, they basically shrugged their shoulders at, at a, a very serious leak uh, that almost resulted in a Supreme Court justice being killed, being assassinated. Uh, but there's kind of a shoulder shrug there, and yet we, we're, we're throwing everything we've got at this one. To bottom line, of course, Congressman, we got to button things up here with our, with our military secrets. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, is, this will have, uh, I think, ramifications for years and years to come with our allies, uh, with our access and placement, both with our satellites, with our signals, with our human sources. I just pray nobody's died already as a, as a result of it. Much appreciation goes out to U.S. Congressman Mike Waltz. He represents Florida's 6th Congressional District. That is going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.